All right. And um, back with Isadora. Um, she has a new single out. What is it called? Be Mine. Be Mine, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they can get it on Spotify, iTunes, everything, pretty much, right? Everything, all around the world. It looks like, and I just put it on YouTube and SoundCloud as well. Oh, so I'm looking at these lyrics right now. So, like, what what was your inspiration for this song? Like, I'm always curious. Like, what was like the process for? Um, I wrote the song pretty fast, actually. I think it was just one night. I just couldn't sleep, and I think it was like I don't know, probably two a.m. or something. And I don't know. I just sort of don't necessarily come up with lyrics because it happened to me or from experience it's just kind of from daydreams that you have and yeah it was just more so something I wanted to experience more than I had experienced it so yeah that's kind of where the inspiration came from and I wrote it in just like maybe 10 minutes or so as I usually do um on the piano or anything like that but yeah it's really fun yeah yeah and you when you write it like is you said it's really fast like, do you just write down your thoughts or is it like this, like, do you have to edit a lot? Like, what, what is that like for you? Usually I'm just like either on the piano or I'm listening to another instrumental and I feel like the best songwriting I do is when it just, I'm just improvising and I'm, for example, playing the same chords over and over again and everything just sort of comes out. So I make sure I always have my phone, you know, ready to record my ideas because I'm not really good at sitting down and going, okay, I've got to write a song. I'm more like when inspiration hits me, it just all flows out and that's when I get the best stuff. So everything's really just spontaneous and as soon as it gets me as opposed to, you know, sitting down and thinking I've got to write a song, it's got to, you know, be, you know, correct in terms of the syllables per line and the beat and rhythm. I'm not really good at thinking in that way. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And what what is like... Like, what was your inspiration for the song? Was it, like, Be Mine? Like, wh- where did you get this idea? Like, I'm, I'm so confused. Because it says, feed me chocolate, then it goes to this line. <laughs> and, like, when I when you read it, like, uh, without this, you know, the, the instrumental and the, the kind of, like, the atmosphere, it's like, what are you talking about here? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, when you do read the lyrics, I notice that as well. It's kind of like what on earth are you talking about but when you like have the instruments and you know the harmonies you kind of get the vibe but for me this song is just kind of that feeling of wanting to just dive into a relationship even if you're unsure about it even if you don't know the person well because I just feel like everyone tells you that it's dangerous and you're going to get hurt and you should take things slow but I think I was at a point in my life where I was like I just want to you know, feel something and not have to worry about all those things. I just want to dive in and, you know, like the lyrics say, and not worry about getting a heartbreak. You know, I'll manage it if it happens, but what I want now is just to feel something and, you know, not to have all the stress of developing a relationship slowly and having all expectations just to go for it, you know. So that's where I was at and it was what I wanted and so that's what I wrote a song about that's interesting like because i read the lyrics i'm like this makes no sense feed me chocolate <laughs> hold my hand like buy me coffee like like i don't yeah, know it's all like these it's not so much like a very you know easy to understand message that's why like i get a lot of dms that people connecting to it in different ways and it shows that like for me at least when i was writing it it was just little snippets of 
parts of a relationship I wanted, but not necessarily the whole relationship, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Is this like off of experience or was this just like a thought you had? It was just a thought I had. It was something I wanted to experience. So a lot of the songs that I do write are based on like daydreaming I have, just imagination, not necessarily things I've gone through. So rarely do I write from experience. It's more so I take on this other persona and write through them as if I have experienced it before. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I mean, and how was it putting it all together in like, you know, the kind of like, oh, the reaction of people. Like, you don't know how people are going to, the feedback's going to be, you know? Definitely. Yeah, well, I just kept reminding myself this was my very first song. I basically produced it, like, along with my friend, just in, like, w without all the studio equipment. It was nothing fancy. To me, it still feels like, like a practice run. So I thought, no matter what the response is, it's my first go. I just needed to get something out, just, you know, just to do it, because I hadn't before. And I know the next one will be better and so forth if I just start getting music out. So... I wasn't too worried about it being perfect or getting a bad response. I just I just wanted to get something out for myself and to just remind myself that it not everything's going to be perfect, especially the first time. And I shouldn't worry about everything being, you know, professional, standard, quality, whatever. I just have the lyrics that I want to express and I'm going to get it out there. But in terms of the response I did get, it was amazing. And it's still so crazy like seeing people all over the world send me messages saying they're listening to it and not just they listen to it and they like went oh, okay that's great they genuinely listen to it like when you know they're at school or when they're you know driving home you know some people I like they didn't send me like videos of it but they were telling me you know like oh, I'm listening to it in the shower like da 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 and I was just like like really you guys are listening to it so I'm so happy with the response that I got yeah, yeah. What, what was that like? Like the initial, like, you know, oh, it's out, you know, like um, the, the feedback you get. What What is like their experience? Like, oh, this is a great song. I really connect to the yeah. lyrics. Like, what, what is it? Yeah, a lot of people mostly um, were commenting on the lyrics and just the kind of smooth, calming vibes, you know, the voice and the harmonies. Because I like making songs that kind of take you to this other place it sounds cliche but it's really important for me that when you listen to a song that's just another world you're in you're not thinking about anything else you're just you know entranced by that song and I feel like a lot of people did get that it wasn't really surreal for me that I had released it though until I got like pictures of people listening to it everywhere and like you know people commenting about it until now I still really don't feel like I've released it at all it's kind of surreal yeah, yeah. And I saw the cover art. Like, what was you, like your kind of thought process on that? I mean, everyone... Honestly, not that much. Okay. Honestly, because I was um, going through my distribution company, just uploading the MP3 file and all the information. And as part of the process, you can't upload it unless, you've had, unless you have a cover art. And me and my friend who were producing it together were like, crap, we forgot. Like, we don't have a cover art. <laughs> And we need one, like, right in the second or we can't, like... Because we wanted to put it up that day because it takes a long time for it to eventually be mm -hmm. up. And I was, you know, leaving overseas the next day. Like, we just had to get it out that day. 
And so I was literally going through my camera roll, like, what can I use? And I had just done a photo shoot, but the photographer hadn't sent me the photos in ages. And I wanted to use one and I was stressing out. And then we came across this photo and we're like, you know what? If we edit this, it could be like this really moody kind of photo. But you know what? It was a first go. I still think it's okay. I mean, some people seem to think it's great, but it really wasn't planned. It was really rough, like really rough job. Uh, see, I feel like a lot of people focus on that cover art, like for anything. Mm-hmm. It's like the the thing you need. I mean, even for my podcast, I was thinking like, oh, the cover art, like what is that going to be? It wasn't, it wasn't even about like, what am I talking about or like, who am I to talk to? It was like, this needs to be perfect. So I think that's really cool that you just kind of forgot about it because, you know, you're just like, oh, focus on the song, focus on the content. I Uh, was thinking about it, but I didn't know it would take so long to get, like, because I knew it would take like maybe two weeks for the song to come up, but I didn't know I had to get the photo then and there. And because I was leaving the next day, I just had to pick something and get it up and I was like oh this sucks I'm not 100% happy with it but again this was my first go and I kept telling myself it doesn't need to be perfect doesn't need to be perfect just to encourage me to just get it out there because there were like moments when I was like producing it and editing it and I was like no not doing it not doing it I was like gonna quit the whole thing but then I just reminded myself it doesn't need to be absolutely amazing it's my first go I just need to get something out Mm-hmm. what was that like getting your first song out was it just like i mean was it like oh my gosh finally was it a sign of relief or was it like yay like what was that like um it was an eye-opener it was a sign of relief and i was excited but it just showed me like how much more effort and more skill i need to have to make because it, it looks easy from the outside i guess but it's really really hard and i think i didn't even contemplate all of these different aspects to releasing a song like the distribution companies and the copyright and you know the lyric pages and all the monetization all of these aspects I didn't even think of so this process was like a big learning curve I feel like it was more a learning curve and just learning the steps almost like it was the guinea pig trial as opposed to just focusing on the music unfortunately because I didn't get to focus on the music that much I was focusing on all of these business aspects to it and yeah but it was it was a mix of emotions I do still get very anxious about it so I tried to kind of suppress my thoughts of it almost tried to just forget that I had released a song so that when my friends like brought it up I'd be like wait what oh yeah oh yeah I do have a song you know what I mean yeah yeah I, I I totally understand I think it's very strange because like you're trying to you release a song and then the the next thing is like where's the next one so yeah they're like but yeah get this rush of like yeah encouragement and motivation to write more songs and produce more songs so after i did that one i just had this drive to make something even better so that's what i'm doing now mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's interesting and do you feel like doing singles is like what you want to do like one at a time or do you feel like the the album aspect because i always get kind of you know the eps the albums the kind of like the monologues the 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 larger uh you know instead of singles like what is it like you kind of look at do you want to do an album or something like that 
I 100% want to do an album. That's always been my goal every year for like the past three years. Hasn't happened yet, but I definitely want an album. I don't know what it is about EPs, but I just, I don't want to go through the whole EP phase. I want to get straight into an album, but it's a lot harder than I anticipated because this one single took that much time. I think what I'm missing now in order to make an album or just any other single is just expertise from producers and songwriters because I love focusing on the vocals, you know, arrangement of vocals, lyrics, and just the whole, you know, vibe and concept of the song. But I think I need to start looking for more people to collaborate with to actually bring it to the next level and make everything a lot more refined and professional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think it's like I I you if when I listened to the song I couldn't tell that it was you know not professionally done like I I would have been like oh you know <laughs> you know you know it it just it did not register with me that it was not that's un- crazy. Maybe it's just me because I made it myself, but when well, I listen to it, I'm like, oh, this is this doesn't really sound professional. But other people are like, wait, you, you produce this? Like, in your room? Like, what? And I'm like, yeah, like I did. Can't you hear that? Like, like for us, like, you, you, I feel like with, especially people like you, they have like this heightened thing, like, oh, the most literalist thing. But like, most people are not listening to that. Mm. Like... It's the- That's what I had to remind myself because I kept holding myself back thinking, oh, they're going to hear this little mistake. Oh, they're not going to like this. And I was like, hold on a second. Most of these people are just going to listen to the song as a whole. They're not going to focus on every little aspect like I do. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I thought with this podcast when I first started. I was like, the audio has to be perfect, uh, this and this, you know. I can't have things like dogs barking in the background. I can't have all this, you know. I have to have a soundproof room or something. And then I realized, oh, that's not really what people want. Like, people like the, you know, if it's, it's not even unprofessional. It's just, like, there is not, like, it doesn't feel like it's just, I don't know, want to say fake, but just different. Like, it's like. It's like, oh, okay. Like, it's natural, I guess. It's yeah, not- people are looking for something natural and genuine, more so than just professional and fake. Of course, you can have professional, natural, and genuine and all that, but I don't know. I guess at this point in my career right now, everything and all my music and everything is just very, very raw. Mm-hmm. And I think I just need to accept that as opposed to fighting that. Yeah, I think people just really want it, like, you know, the problem with anything is like you got to keep producing, keep doing, keep going. You know, it's like, you know, you come out with one song or you come out with one podcast. Well, next week you got to be ready for this or every year you have to come up with an album. Like this is like the, you just started the game, the pursuit game, I guess. I don't know how to say it because yeah, like now people are just going to be waiting. Like, I love her song. It's been three months. Like what's going on? Like, what are you yeah, doing? Yeah, that's why I'm so like, ready to get started or have gone started on another one because you know I feel like I've got the attention of quite a few people now so I just want to keep giving them something and you know showing them I I can do better I can do better like and I want to do that it makes me happy it gives me motivation so it's really exciting Mm -hmm. how do you feel about like the hiding like the hiding aspect like you can't like say you you know you start on an album and you have to of course, have anywhere from like eight to twelve songs or sixteen or whatever, and you can't really show anybody that art till it's the whole album's complete. Like, I, 
I can't imagine doing that. I'd be like, oh no, I need to release this now. Like, this is brand new. What, like, Well, I think you'd only really run into those issues if you were maybe part of a record label or you yourself wanted to hide everything. But if you don't want to hide everything, you don't have to. Like, I feel like if I were to release an album, I wouldn't wait till everything is done before <laughs> releasing at least one. I would release maybe two or three and then the album. And I always like showing people the process, so have little snippets of you know the producing part and the recording part just to you know keep people involved and engaged yeah yeah i think that's kind of a the way it's done now but i just remember when i was you know a few years ago when i was a kid it was just like you know you're waiting for this album to come out and you're like i have there's no singles that dropped there's nothing that dropped so you're like just waiting like it's been a year then it's two years then but out of nowhere they just release an album like to me yeah it is very yeah i still feel like today that happens sometimes but i would ultimately like if i were to make an album one day really like get everyone involved in it and show them every single part of the process when i'm going through as opposed to just all of a sudden the Mm. album's done here we go you know (laughs) what i mean i want them to be a part of the process what do you how do you feel about like featured artists like if you you know add people to either vocals or instruments or like like how do you feel about like adding other people into i would love that i think that's awesome especially if they kind of write their own sections Uh and i do have a lot of you know musician friends and it would be awesome if they all got involved and also if i could collaborate and connect with other artists that would be amazing that's so exciting yeah i I think that's like the way to go nowadays because it's like you, you see all these, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's my favorite artist with this favorite artist. Like, it's like, yeah, they're and all I think, collaborating. I, I went through like a phase where I was like, oh, all the writing's got to be mine. All the production's got to be mine. But now I'm thinking, I want to get people involved. I want people who are passionate about, for example, for example, you know, production. I want them to be involved so that when we combine our two, you know, expertise, it makes something amazing. You know what I mean? So it's always good to get people involved when they're really passionate and skilled at what they do and you bring your skills and when you combine them, it's something so much better than if you were just working alone. Yeah, that's what I think. I think I think the the production, doing it all yourself is like, it's cool. It's like what you want, but like it's not possible. Like it's really yeah. it's really hard to do that. And, it, it, and I'm like, well, work with one other person, two other people. Like it's just, and then when that, that happens, like... I don't know. I feel like music, like musicians, are all friends with musicians. Like they all talk to each other. They all speak to each other. They all write <laughs> each, other, each other's lyrics. Or like write this. Let me, you know, get, let me have thirty seconds. Let me have ten seconds. You know, mm. uh, you know, it's like this kind of like big collaboration now. Like it used yeah, to. Yeah, and I would hope that I can have those collaborative efforts and have everyone sort of put their little piece into my whole album because I think that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that that would be interesting. And do you feel like these, like every song you release, like it has to be better than the last? Like, what's your kind of thought process on that? Yeah, a hundred percent. That's the whole goal, I guess. You just keep on learning from your mistakes. You keep on learning from the process and making something better and better. Because why else would you do something? You know, if you're just staying at the same level, if you're not stepping outside of your comfort zone, like it should almost like the track record all the songs you produce it should show your progress in music making as well 
Yeah, I think that's I think that's interesting because like I don't know. I I feel like it's an evolution rather than improvement. Like it's a change. Yep. Like instead, do you kind of get what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. And it also shows like your increased maturity. You know, you've gone through more. You have different experiences. You've met new people. I feel like that should all show in your music. It shouldn't just. You shouldn't just stay in your comfort zone the entire time and not want to change. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. And you've been traveling a lot, I, I believe. Yeah. How what, how has that been? Like, what, like, how has all that experience kind of been? It was amazing. So I went to Egypt, which is where I'm from. And I also went to London afterwards. And then the day I got back, I left the next day to Melbourne, which is um, like a plane ride away from Sydney. And yeah, so it was just crazy. And that was during the same time as my single release. So I didn't really have much time to process it or kind of reflect on it coming out. And But it was exciting that I was in Egypt when it happened because even people in Egypt that I knew were looking forward to the song and were excited to download it. So I was like, this is crazy. Like, you're on the other side of the world and you still listen to my music. Yeah, yeah. The, was that weird that, like, you know... It's not just like someone from your hometown, you know, from Sydney. It was someone from, you know, here, there, and U.S., like everywhere. Like, how was yeah. that? I think the majority of people who stream and buy my song are actually mm. from the U.S. Yeah. Which is, well, I mean, there are a lot of people in the U.S., which is probably why. But it is so cool to me, and I still can't believe it. And even, you know, in places like, I don't know, areas that just don't, lose, don't speak English, they still listen to it. And that's just crazy. Like, I just can't wrap my head around it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's interesting. Like, like, oh, well, that country does not speak English. Like, how, how do they <laughs> like understand? How do they find it? Yeah, how do they understand my words? Like, like, what do they think? Yeah. Um, like, it's really strange, I think. Me? I think that's strange as well. And even um, there's this streaming service, the equivalent of Spotify, but in... um. Arab countries, or mm-hmm. well, I actually don't know how to pronounce it, Eng- Engami, something like that. And um, I looked at like the stats on it. There were quite a few hundred plays, and I was like, but I don't know anyone there. Like, I only know a few people in Egypt. Like, who are these people listening to it? Yeah, I feel like some songs, like this is what I think about music and certain songs. I feel like they can transcend like the the language barrier. Where like you hear that beat, you hear that kind of like that thing that you know yeah and the the whole beginning section of the song is just an arrangement of harmonies and just this vibe you feel so i guess that can kind of tie in anyone regardless of where they're from or what language Mm. they speak yeah and you kind of just get to feel like like sometimes i listen to french music and i don't know what they're saying but like (laughs) it it sounds really cool like to me it's like oh wow like I don't speak French, you know, so like it, and I don't understand French. I kind of like. But you can still kind of feed off their emotions and the vibe of the song, and it's still like a pleasurable listening experience. Yeah, so I think that's kind of like what it is, but a lot of people don't realize it. Like that, someone can listen to it and be like, "Oh, I like this song." And don't know what what you're saying, but I love this song because it's it has yeah. the vibe, the music comes together, like the harmony, Definitely. the voices. Um, I think it like comes together, and it's different from like, you know, if you listen to French music, someone speaking French and in <laughs> English and this and that, like 
accents and all this like make this song different yeah it's really strange so i think that that's kind of how you have to think about it i don't know no, 100%. You've got to take into account that a lot of people won't understand the lyrics. That just makes it that much more critical to make the whole vibe of the song so consistent with what you're singing about because some people are only going to understand the message through the instrumentation. Yeah, I think that's 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 the right approach. Like, what, what do you think about, like, songs that, like... I always look at songs. I'm like, how long are they? How short are they? Like, how do you, how how does that process go? Because like, I'm like, you know. Well, I originally wanted the song to be like three and a half minutes because I think it started at five minutes. That was when I had all these extra verses in there, all these like altered choruses, all of this stuff, and I was like, nah, too long. So I cut it down to three minutes. Then I added in the um, intro, which was actually for some reason the last thing I did and it's my my favorite part of the entire song um but I added it in at the very last minute then I added it at the end and something happened and it like bounced back to like five minutes so it was unintentional but it's really really long and I don't know how I feel about it but I think it's okay because there is diversity in it so it's not all the same and that harmony the harmonies at the beginning and end almost like this whole different world and i kind of like that feel yeah i like the the feel too i think it was i don't know it's it's it was different like like did you purposely make it different like the the sound and vibe like it's it's a little different than what i thought it would be like when i imagine you producing a song i imagine something a little different but like Mm -hmm. yeah i honestly i did as well i was always very focused on making r&b music and I don't know where this one came from. It was just this weird kind of pop ballad kind of love song. And when I'd finished it, I was like, wait a minute, this isn't even the music that I thought I was supposed to be making. But um, I was listening to some Sabrina Claudio music, which I am obsessed with. And I just got really inspired to make some sort of vibey harmony type intro. And that's where that came from. It just... I did it in like maybe honestly I recorded in maybe five minutes in the middle of the night just just as an as an experimentation kind of thing but I ended up loving it yeah yeah I I think it's interesting like the whole process of like like you know what are you gonna make like are you gonna do R&B are you gonna do pop like Mm -hmm. these decisions that you have to make is it gonna is there gonna be rap in here is there's like there's all these kind of questions yeah like when you think about like what genre you would classify it as what is it this song i really can't i think it's like a pop ballad that's the only thing i can think of but um on my last instagram post i was asking everyone what kind of music they wanted to see from me because i'm just you know giving them forewarning you know this isn't exactly the genre that i make music in i really like experimenting with other genres. I like R&B. I like pop as well, but, you know, other things as well, maybe jazz, things that people might not expect from me. But I still feel like I'm at the beginning stages in my music career, and I just want to do everything just to get a feel of everything. Yeah, I think that's the way to go because, like, I don't know, I feel like a lot of musicians get stuck in, like, one genre. Like, 
Definitely. You play rock music, that's all you play. You play this type of music, R&B, you play that. Like this, You get stuck in the box. So I think it's interesting that you're kind yeah. of experimenting. Because I thought this song was going to be to- totally something different. I thought it was going to be, I don't know, I see you as a pop kind of like like artist. Like somewhat mm. pop with like R&B or like some jazz or something like that. Yeah, maybe even blues. I could see blues. Um, so, so for me, it was like, oh, this is totally different. I did not expect this. And you know what? That was my reaction to my own song as well. I was like, I did not expect that. I just kind of let whatever happened happen. Just let it flow. I didn't try and push it towards one genre or another, which is how that whole thing just came about and isn't really fitting into any genre I can think of as far as I know. But I do want to make it a goal to produce some more R&B music just because I feel like that's the sweet spot for me and my voice and it's what I listen to and what I'm most passionate about. So I feel like that's the direction I'm going to go in right now. That's interesting. That's very interesting. I would like to hear that because I'm like, this is not Isadora. Like, I know <laughs> I know who she is. She's just not her. Like, it was just, it just didn't register for the first few minutes of the yeah. song. I was like, oh, this is not it, right? It's all, it's all like just still in the beginning phases I want to try everything and I'm not necessarily like a defined or refined artist as yet in Mm. terms of having a specific sound I feel like I still need to find that and I think experimenting with genres is the way to do that the way I I thought about it was like it's like Celine Dion rapping to me that's what you just (laughs) did like it was like mind-blowing completely different but you know that's good I like surprising people and doing something unexpected yeah yeah it's especially weird when you surprise yourself like that like i did not yeah i was like oh gosh it's not there's not there's not anything what i thought it was going to be so um yeah but I mean, it was I, I'm thinking the same thing yeah and do you feel like the next thing you like are you going to try to make it r&b like i mean like people people want to hear i guess that's kind of like your bread and butter i mean experiment i love experimentation but like (laughs) i want to hear the bread and butter as well like what is it your specific genre because like everyone has like these kind of like anytime i see some oh you're really good at rock music like you should like try that like or try this or try that like i i think r&b would be really good uh yeah i think so as well i've got a good feeling about it so that's definitely the path i'm going to take now yeah Mm-hmm. And are you gonna like? I always think the 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 amount of lyrics in a song. Like, do you feel like you're like how fast paced are you gonna be? Like, this one was like really. Yeah, of course, it was something totally different. Like, I didn't expect that intro. I didn't expect any of this. Like, I didn't expect <laughs> anything in the song. I was like, oh, this is not what I I had in mind. I thought it was someone else singing for a second. I was like, oh, this is. Here. Oh wait, this is. Oh yes, it is. Like you know. It's kind yeah. Of- I do do a lot of um, upbeat R&B pop covers so that's how everyone got used to my voice and then I released this really slow like ballad type song and I even shocked myself a little bit but to be honest like I do sing in that kind of style on my own and listening to artists like you know Daniel Caesar and her and Sabrina Claudio I guess my voice kind of felt more comfortable going into those areas and that came at a good time because when I was making this song I felt like all those artists influenced it in a sort of way and influenced my songwriting and other songs 
And yeah, I'm just developing like a more wholesome, broader artist perspective than just like a really focused one. Yeah, very broad. Because I was like, this is not you. This is who is this thing? Like that was my first (laughs) moment. Uh, And I was like, oh, wait, this is like you kind of like figure it out. But it was just slower. Like I felt Mm -hmm. like like the pace was different. Like I, it was you. It was you, but it was just different. I for promise me. it was me. And it was just like, oh, this is strange. Like, because, you know, everyone listens to your YouTube videos. So it's like, oh, this is how she sounds. It's how fast paced she is. Yeah. So they get this idea of like, oh, what is Isadora's voice going to sound in like her own original song? Um, yeah. And it was not anything like this. Like, I thought, I was thinking like, you know, that passion fruit song. I was thinking that kind of pace or something like that like i was just i was just trying to rationalize what what you were going to sound like and what direction you were going to take yeah well i have no fear because i will be releasing more r&b tracks (laughs) soon yeah yeah i think that's interesting i i i really like that um and was this like this song like you know be mine like did you wanted to keep it simple like that like just be mine like coming up with the title of the song yeah, I always like very, very simple titles, just something that people can remember easily. Um, but yeah, it just felt right. I mean, I was worried it would sound too cliche, but at the same time, maybe it's just me, but I don't really know many songs called Be Mine as well. So it was kind of a little bit unique in that sense. And yeah, I just thought it's perfect. Yeah, I thought it was perfect too, because I mean, of course, the uh, do do you think like the, the lyrics have to have those words in it i was curious about this like no not necessarily you can name it whatever the song feels like and to me it felt like a b mine so interesting and did you go through any other like iterations of like oh b mine this or that like you know any other or was it just like straight away like different title names yes was it like straight away i was pretty dead set on b mine from the start it just it was just the right decision like not only is it just the chorus and the repeated kind of line, but as I said before, it just fit the mood of it. And I don't, I don't really consider many other names. As soon as I, you know, chose that one, I was like, yep, that's done. Yeah, I thought that that was interesting. And hmm. these next songs, like, you're going to take them into an RB kind of beat? Like, cut, like yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I don't know. More, up, more R&B, more pop. And not just love song, love song, love song. I want. (laughs) That's what I was going to say. I was going to be like, is it going to be all love and sunshine and rainbows? I honestly get so annoyed when that's all an artist talks about, especially when it's just, you just get into this place. I feel even now listening to the radio, everything's just these cliche love songs, just really, you know, not heartfelt. So I want to talk about real things. And yeah, I've definitely written a lot of songs that. Mm will evoke emotions, but in completely different ways. And they're not about romance. They're about, you know, other things that people... Oh, I should probably just say it. I want to do, like, keep it... Yeah. A lot of it is going to be about um, confidence and tackling body image issues and stereotypes, all of these things that I think are so important. And music as a platform, I don't think, is being taken advantage of enough in terms of spreading really positive messages about, you know, so music perpetrates such horrible messages these days about sexism and 
body image and I feel like we can counteract that with really positive messages and music as well. So I want my music to be that for people, just this different voice in the crowd saying, you know what, you're you're okay, you're enough, your body is enough. Don't listen to these people telling you you have to look look this way or have this. And, yeah, so that's another angle that I'm going to put my music through. Yeah, I think that's a great angle because I feel like, of course, everything's cliche. It's about love, you know, breaking up, you know. You know, yeah. you listen to country songs, it's like trucks, um, you know, drinking <laughs> and, you know, and the, this and that. Like, it's only three topics. That's what people want to hear and that's what makes them feel a certain way. But I just want to mix it up a little bit, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's I think it's good. But like, yeah, yeah, I feel like there's not like I'm like, oh, they're talking about like they're all talking about the same thing. Like, yeah, you know, and I'm like, oh, this there's not. The lyrics, they're great and all, but, like, they don't have a different one. Like, I was listening to Drake's new song. What was in the new song? It was just, like, he made a music video for it. It was God's mm-hmm. Plan, and that was, like, yeah. um, and to me, that was, like, oh, this is a great message. Like, this had a message. Yeah, something and, unique, something different. Yeah, because, like, you, you know. you actually thinking. Yeah, because I got used to his, like, you know. his, like, monies, uh, whatever, you know, his traditional stuff. Money, women, yeah. all that. And I, I listen to this song. I'm like, this is like, this is so different from what like I used like I listen to from him. And Logic, you listen to Logic. And he talks about like he, he legitly, you know, put the 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 number on there and like had this entire yeah, song. Yeah, I really admire that. It gets people talking about something. It sparks conversation, and that is such an important tool that music has to play. And yeah, people are still talking about money and sex and cars, and I'm kind of over it. Like, I just want something more meaningful. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's, like, with me, like, it's, like, uh, like I've heard the money songs. I've heard, I've heard the Jake Paul song. Like, I've heard all these songs. Like, like they're fun, but they're just fun. Like, there's no message behind them. It's just... Exactly. They don't do much for society. Mm-hmm. And they don't have to. You can write songs that are just lovey-dovey songs and just for the feeling and the vibe but I want to be an artist that talks about important things and you know sparks an important conversation and hopefully even inspires people to you know broaden their mindset be more open-minded and yeah that's kind of a goal of mine Mm -hmm. and what do you feel like that's going to be like like I mean a lot of people have an idea of what they want to do but like what like there's so many topics you can tackle. Like it's like, there's so many, it's a, and it's hard to talk about a lot in music. Mm-hmm. You've got to be really respectful of people because it is something that ultimately I would like to be broadcasted to a large amount of people. I think for the time being, my focus is on confidence, body confidence, and all of these horrible things you hear and see in the media about girls and and even boys trying to change themselves in really drastic ways it's it's scary and even me as a 21 year old living in this social media world even I fall prey to falling you know under the pressures of having to look a certain way and having to own certain things and whenever I take a step back from it I'm like wow why aren't people addressing this as a problem more we're being brainwashed we're being pressured and I want my music to really touch on that yeah, yeah, I think that's interesting. I think it's like, I don't know, what it, 
I don't know, social media is addictive. Like there's all these things that kind of definitely feed into this idea. Like, oh man, this is like, like it's hard. It's even hard for me. Like people think I'm perfect. I'm like, oh no, you know, I don't, sometimes I don't practice what I preach sometimes. Like, I'm yeah, like, like you can say all these positive things and people are like, wow, you've got such a great mindset. Like you've got it all down pat, but no, no one does. No one does. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's an important part. Um, but yeah. I, will, I just wanted to talk to you about your song, make it short and quick and kind of like get it out there because people, I think, everywhere just kind of can connect to, like, they listen to the song, but they don't know the person behind the song. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting because they've probably made their own inferences about what the lyrics mean. And I kind of don't want to say what they mean to me exactly because I want them to be able to come up with their own ideas. But yeah, it would be interesting seeing my own perspective of it. Yeah, you're like Shakespeare in a way. Like, <laughs> like nobody knows what you really wrote, but we just so ambiguous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we just make up our own conclusions of like what the story means, and like that's exactly. what all writing is. It's like I just make conclusions. It may be true, may not be true. Um, you don't know. Well, like, the more ambiguous you make it, the more it allows more people to make their own connections to their life stories and experiences. Because if you lay everything out in really specific terms, sometimes it doesn't give people much room to imagine. That's how I feel, at least. Oh, you want the imagination bubble. That's that's yeah. always great. That's always great. That's exactly what I want to evoke from my music. I want people to develop almost like a music video in your mind when you listen to it. And you're just in this, you know, different world. That's what I want. Yeah, yeah. And then people are going to make theories and conspiracies out of it. I think, <laughs> I think that's always... Maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah. So be mine means this and this and, you know, it's always interesting to kind of see that. Like, I've seen that with lots of songs where, like, there's people just make meaning and they don't. I'm, I'm like, does this really what that meant? But you never know because the artist never yeah. says. And I'm like, please tell me what what this means. It's like reading a but book. It mean whatever you want it to mean. Mm. And I think it's funny how some people are like, I feel like are connecting more to the lyrics mm. than I am. So I was hearing about someone was telling me that someone was telling them how did she write like such intimate you know lyrics and because they knew that at that point I, you know, I just wasn't with anyone and they were saying like how can you write lyrics like that they're so like honest and deep and I was like I don't know like it's just all in my imagination and they were sort of connecting to the lyrics between them and even in their relationship more than I you know, than my connection when I was writing it. Yeah, yeah, I think that's interesting. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people are like that. Like, I listen to uh, quite a bit of country, and every time I listen to Johnny Cash, I'm like, what does this mean? Who is this? Yeah. Like, like he, you know, he makes up these fakes. They're not even, they're not, they're stories, but, like, I'm like, how did you come up with this stuff? Like, this is, like, mm -hmm. this, even though it's fiction, like, uh, you know. It's, it's like, like storytelling. And he just says it. I'm like, oh my god! Like this, like this is gold. I don't know where this came from, but great. And my, your imagination just goes all over. Like, what does he mean by this? Like, where he did he actually do this stuff? Like, it's like, you know, to me, it's like that kind of thing. Um, yeah, yeah. I think that's interesting. Well, Isadora, this was wonderful. I love talking to you always because we could have like a three-hour chat about everything. Yeah. And we have before. <laughs> I always had such a good time here. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for your time. It was really wonderful. To